The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. Listen now. So I would imagine, because it wouldn't be any different up there, I would imagine all the casinos opened up there then last weekend too, right? Yeah, except for... Last weekend, I guess it was just Thursday. I act like it was a week ago. It's just like four days ago. No, yeah, I know. Like, I remember, like, seeing, like, billboards and stuff like that. Oh, we're reopening on this day. We're opening on this day. I was kind of like, oh, man, that's... It's kind of weird. It's like, ah, but it's, you know, it's kind of far off. And then, you know, hearing in the news, oh, they're opening up tonight at midnight or whatever like that. It's like, wait, what? That's now? <laughs> oh, man, I thought that was right, a couple right. weeks away. <laughs> right. Well, they probably didn't, uh, like down here, they didn't, you know, not, I'd say only, gosh, I don't know what the real number is, but I'd say at best 60, 65% of the properties opened up just because, you know, got to see what kind of demand there is for stuff. And mm-hmm. most, I mean, from what I've seen, it sounds like they're getting ready to ramp them all back up and have them, have them all going here within another couple of weeks. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what it's like down on the strip because, you know, we never go down there. So I don't know if it's full of Vegas locals or if half of California drove up this weekend to get out of California. I don't know if it's been busy down there or not. Um, it's, you know, it's, it, it, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I just saw one clip on social media that was just a bunch of people in there nobody had a mask and it was right. it was like as yeah. you know a typical you know vegas casino like as busy as and it's just like oh my god yeah exactly yeah there was uh yeah there's no i, I don't know if it was the same footage i saw but yeah it's like looked like new year's eve just you know people bumping into each other left and right no one's got a mask everyone's smiling cocktail in one hand cigarette in the other you go right on Welcome to Season 4, Episode 11 of the Better Band Podcast, an all-encompassing trip through the Pearl Jam catalog. I am your host, Brandon Palomo. Each episode, my guest and I go track by track through every album, soundtrack, and single to discover why you simply can't find a better band. Welcome back to the Better Band Podcast. I am Brandon again, and again, I have my guest, Bob Remington, on the show to talk about the song, My Way. Hello, Bob. Hey, Brandon. How are you today? Oh, I am well, and you? I am doing great. Thanks for having me back on. Always a good time. Oh, yeah. Always good to to talk to you, to my uh, uh, stately neighbor to the south. That's right. Us, uh... No, no, Nevadans need to stick together. Oh, I thought it was Nevadans. Oh, crap. I've been... Oh. Well, no, I just say it the way we say it down south. You know, it's, that, it's the division of the state. We're all, you know... No, everybody says Nevada. It's... I know. Yeah. Well, anybody that's smart. Yeah. And the people who are from here, who Californians who visit here. And... Nevada. No, 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 no. It's, it's like, oh, I'm just saying it like the, the, the from the Spanish root, Nevada. It's like, no, it's, uh, well, I mean, yes, but it's, <laughs> I mean, you don't say, I'm trying to think of any other uh, the thing that is kind of named after a different, they don't say Miliwake. Oh. There you go. Like, nice. You learn from, uh, from Wayne's World. That's right. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the life lessons that Wayne and Garth have put me you know, have sent me forth with are never ending. Yes. 
Ah, Wayne's World. Excellent. Anyway. Party time. Right. Party time. Excellent. Game on. Let's go here. Yeah, game on. If you're going to spew, spew into this. <laughs> right. Perfection. So uh, this song is uh, part of the uh, 1995 double fan club single, the uh, the side D, I guess you would say. Correct. And this was uh, this was recorded at the uh, same show as uh, Swallow My Pride. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sitting. I'm like Swallow My Pride, the one that was discussed. On season three, episode thirteen of the Better Band Bod- Podcast. By, oh, see how I am there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so both of those were recorded at the show uh, here in Viva Las Vegas at the Aladdin Theater on uh, November thirtieth. Yes, it was also released as uh, Vault Number Five. Correct, but they didn't have My Way on there, and I'm guessing because of the popularity of the song in life and culture and with all the people attached to it i'm sure there was too many people that wanted to get a cut of money from that or something so i don't know why that didn't end up on that vault that it's not there yeah probably probably rights and publishing and stuff like that that made it a little bit harder to put it on that cd as opposed to just like the fan club single which i guess is you know they're quote unquote not for sale they're giving it away for free for their fan clubs no Exactly, because otherwise Pearl Jam was going to have to write Paul Anka a check, and I think that would be regrettable. <laughs> On the single, the song credits goes to uh, Anka, Francois, uh, Revaux, and Thibault, which uh, Thibault, I guess uh, it's it's spelled Thibault, but I, I think I think in and French who? you pronounce it Thibault. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I was thinking for like it was some weird DJ or something. I don't know. Like oh, no. Anka, Francois, and Teeble, like Pitbull. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, I gotcha. But, uh, Feeble, Teeble, gotcha. Yeah, this was a, uh, originally pretty much a, uh, French song from 1967. Je Je remonte le drap, j'ai peur que tu aies froid, comme d'habitude. Ma main caresse tes cheveux, presque malgré moi, comme d'habitude. Mais toi, tu me tournes le dos, comme d'habitude. Oh crap, I forgot how to say it again. <laughs> Is it con, come? Con, con debitude? Yeah, con debitude? Con debitude. I will get Aurelion to uh, correct us on that. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, I'm sure I've, I'm sure I've butchered that horribly. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a soothing, soothing little French ditty. Yes, uh, written by Jacques Revaux and performed by Claude Francois. The, uh, the title translates to as usual and uh paul anka heard the song and he was like oh man i want to do that i i want to i want to i want to write my own version of that and uh pretty much got the rights for a dollar to right. uh, write and record a version but they but uh francois rivo still get uh publishing rights for it right because it's musically it's musically it's the same song it's just i think that anka just uh 
you know, did his own version of lyrics to the same musical backdrop. Yeah. Yeah. And the mirror and the, the lyrics too fit in the same way of the, uh, the French lyrics too. It's they're uh, uh, right, right. In the same meter and the same rhythm and everything like that. Yeah. And uh, David Bowie also, uh, his manager wanted to write an English version of it. That was going to be called even a fool learns to love. Was a time, the laughing time, I took my heart to every party. They point my way, how are you today? Will you make us laugh, chase our blues away? The funny man won't let them down. Now we dance and prance and be their clown. That time, the laughing time, when even a fool learns to love. Yeah, but uh, uh, David Bowie didn't really get around to it. And then... Really, I did not know that. That's that is interesting. I knew. Uh, I, I I did not know that. But uh, yeah, Paul Anka wrote this for um, Frank Sinatra, and Paul Anka did his own version of it after a while because his management was like, why the hell didn't you save this for yourself? He's like, really? Sure. I, I can't sing this song. This, this song has all of the right. uh, the self-importance and gusto of, uh, of Frank Sinatra, not me. So. And now, as the tears subside, I find it all so amusing to think I did all that and may I say not in a shy way oh no no not me I did it my way for It is it, it is uh, funny, you know, when you sit and just listen to it lyrically because I, you know, I've obviously heard the song a thousand times in passing. It's it's often a, you know, it's often a uh, part of a soundtrack in movies for certain things. But just like if you listen to the words, yes, it's very very narcissistic. Very this is yeah me 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 me. Yeah, I did what I wanted to do, and I didn't let anybody stop me, and. Everyone else be damned. I'm going to get my way. I did it my way. My way. That's right. I do like the uh, I do like the Sex Pistols version of this song quite a bit. That's a nice... Uh, that honestly was the first time I'd ever heard the song, and I didn't realize that the Sex Pistols were covering someone else. Because huh. I, I had a friend 
who's a big Sex Pistols fan, and so he turned me on to it, and I'm like, I feel, I mean, I, in my head, I feel like I kind of heard that melody, but, you know, they were thrashing it out so hard, I'd never really realized at first that that was a cover. So then, I, you know, I think the first version I heard after the Sex Pistols was actually an Elvis version. It took, it took me like three degrees to get back to Frank Sinatra where it really started, but it was like, oh, yeah. it was like, okay, Sex Pistols, okay, oh, no, they didn't do it first. Oh, Elvis <laughs> did it. Oh, wait, no, Elvis didn't do it first? Oh, Sinatra did it first, okay. And I would guess, you know, I mean, I think, well, and obviously the performance of this particular song was with Terry Presley, who is an Elvis impersonator, and, uh, you know, and, and, and... Cousin? He's, so here's the funny thing. He's, it's really hard to find information on this guy. And I've actually bumped into him a couple of times in town, but, and I don't think he lives here anymore. I'm not even sure he's on the planet anymore, but there's apparently, there was apparently two twins, uh, Terry Presley and uh, it's it's a it's a name that Jerry. Like, I was gonna say it's Gary. No, Jerry. Right. So Jerry and Terry Presley, and allegedly they're like fourth cousins uh, of Elvis. But there's no real proof anywhere, and I don't know. You know, fourth like I don't know how the family tree works. Once you get to fourth cousins, if you're really essentially just neighbors, yeah. you know, I don't. You know what I mean? And <laughs> so, but allegedly, yeah, that was always his marketing thing, uh, is that he was a fourth cousin. So I think that it would, well, I'm forking off here in a couple of different things here, but, you know, Pearl Jam, when playing Vegas, 50% of their shows here, they throw in some sort of an Elvis tune or Elvis tag. So they, you know, and they do the same thing in Memphis, yeah. where they play Memphis. So they've always had, you know, a little Elvis thing going on. So, you know, there's, when I, when I moved to Vegas in 1990, right before this was recorded in ninety. Three. There was basically there was still a ton of Elvis impersonators, and you had two kinds. You had the thin, good-looking kind. You had the fat, old leather kind. So I mean, because <laughs> you can't because you can't be both. So you knew you knew by the picture what kind of Elvis impersonator show you were going to see. Were you going to see the young fifties, good-looking Elvis, you know, rockabilly songs, or were you going to see the uh, uh, American trilogy, my way, you know, scarf tossing, sweating, leather clad fat Elvis. So Terry was uh, kind of in between the two. He wore, he was thin, but he wore the uh, heavy uh, suit. And if you see this performance on uh, YouTube, it's a, there's a pretty average video, well, decent video quality for the time, but average quality video. And, you know, Terry's out there in his full leather and, you know, Eddie's in his, you know, famed corduroy jacket and I think what was funny is that I don't know what the crowd really knew what was going on because they had just finished doing Swallow My Pride. And if you watch the video, there's still people body surfing, fighting left and right. There's shoes being thrown at the stage. There's hats being thrown at the stage. Everything's being cut up there. Terry and Eddie just kick into this smooth, beautiful version of My Way. Uh, This wasn't after they'd finished and everything like that? or So what had happened is... Um, and I don't think anybody in the audience really knew. I mean, there's probably a hard few that knew. I didn't really realize that I had just watched a Green River reunion because I went there to see Pearl Jam and I didn't really know the history then at that mm-hmm. point. You know what I mean? So so then they blow the place up with Swallow My Pride. And I think people were thinking they were waiting for more Eddie Vedder because he didn't sing on that. So like, you know, you're, if, you're, if you're finishing the show, you're going to wait for Eddie to come out and sing one yeah. last song. And the last real song that they played was Swallow My Pride. And so then they came back out and Terry has his, uh, you know, boom box with the, uh, like, you know, the serenading 
you know, music karaoke track. My, the karaoke <laughs> track. Yeah. In the background. And they put a mic up to it. I think it was the mic oh, really? from like Dave's like bass drum or something. Like they moved the, you know, the, the kick drum mic and put it up to the boom box to play that. And then, you know, Terry takes the first verse, Eddie takes the second verse. And then that was it. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was the end of the show. So people I think were wanting a little more, but they were, you know, they had just blown the roof off the place. So what did, you know, they didn't, it did, it was, they didn't care, but it was no one, you know, it was just, it was a weird segue. You go from this great slam and Pearl jam show to this once in a lifetime green river reunion. And then out comes an Elvis impersonator and Eddie, Eddie better. And they sing my way. It was just like, <laughs> you know, did they know at the time we're going to make this a Christmas single? I don't know. Were they looking just to record something? I don't know, but it was just very weird. Like you were waiting for them to then finish after that, like, you know, go into a, whatever, a porch or an indifference or a, or, or immortality, something that's just going to close. But no, that was it. We closed with my way. That was it. Yeah. Cause the, the, well, they did like sort of end the show after the first encore, they did, you know, Leech and, or not Leech, Leech and Porch, and then, yeah, and then came back for the encore after that with uh, with Green River, and then I guess uh, Ain't Nothing to Do was yes. the last song that swallowed my pride. That's, yes, that's actually correct, that's right, yeah, they just, so they did, uh, yeah, Swallow My Pride, then Ain't Nothing to Do with uh, a couple of dudes from uh, Social Distortion. So they were all, they were all gone off the stage, and so it was just no one on the band. Uh, I think I think you can see Dave A sitting off to the side, smoking a cigarette, uh, you know, watching the whole thing. But it was, it's just, it's comical to watch and see all the body surfing going on. Like, do you guys know the music's kind of stopped? <laughs> or, but uh, yeah, kids, you got a bunch yeah. of energy. Or, That's right. And it's like, oh, this is Vegas, man. Yeah. That's right. They're doing it their way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, I did kind of think that Eddie is kind of doing the uh, a Sid Vicious sort of thing. It's like, what's more than this? What's more than this? I'll do Yeah, the one verse where he does that. Yeah, I think he was referencing his uh, yeah. referencing his inner inner punk ghost. That always that always uh, kind of hit me weird listening to this before before knowing the the Sex Pistols version and everything like that. Kind of was like, what the hell's that? So why do you do that? Right, right, right. Why it's more than this? That's right. He gets very nasally and mocking, childlike. Yeah, it's fun. the the vid- The video is funny too because it shows you know what kind of it just you know when you when you listen to terry presley you know he's got that microphone he's doing the full-on elvis you know i've lived a life is and you hear him hey eddie come on over he's yeah. got a real like <laughs> hick yeah real like you know missouri like land of uh um uh, uh you know branson missouri like hey eddie come on over this is your verse what that's that's the same guy 
I think probably just like musically because uh you know where to you know like you were saying like you know Memphis and Vegas will do like have Elvis songs and stuff like that and t- and uh too there's not really many popular sort of singers in that range I guess baritone or whatever that that Elvis and Eddie are so kind of play into that maybe a little bit of kind of was like eh you know people might uh compare me maybe to a little sort of Elvisy and in the way that he'll put on his singing voice kind of like that sometimes yeah, you know, it's funny. I've never actually thought of that, but that actually does make uh, a lot of sense because he does have that, the lower range where he, he could do he could do those. If, if he wanted to, he could do those late-year Elvis ballads. I never thought about that, but that's he does have that range, and he's getting it even more as he gets older, just like Elvis did. <laughs> <laughs> Except his probably isn't due to um, a host full of uh, drugs and... Um... Uh, Oreos and ice cream, banana, right, exactly. peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, exactly. I think he's just probably still eating his camel non-filters and just you know all the, wine. the wine. Yeah, the wine doesn't hurt or has more help than help yeah. the voice. That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> the desert, the desert growl. What do they call it? Vague, they call it. Uh, they call it va- Vegas, Vegas throat. throat. Yeah, he's getting it at Vegas throat. <laughs> I don't know that the, you know you, you don't have you can't uh, smoke in the casinos anymore. I think that that kind of helps that it's you know just walking around in that all day. That's that's true. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can. Um, you can. Yeah. Well, down here there's still a couple where you can still smoke, but they were they were talking oh, really? about. Yeah, they were talking about. You know, I don't know uh, when this is going to air, but when the you know casinos get reopened and they allow people to get back out there in a post-COVID world, um, there was a lot of them saying they might not allow smoking. But there's you know there's that there's that slice of there's that slice of society that needs whiskey at six in the morning and needs a cigarette and a you know game of poker in front of them. I don't know if they'll ever be able to totally eliminate smoking from gambling, but yeah. it'll be a property by property you know choice, I'm sure, and you know, but. I, I, yeah, a lot of them, um, it's been cut way down so you can enjoy the casino, but you know, there's, there's, there's still plenty of smoke out there and the, and the, and the 40 years of smoke that was already in the carpet, it's still there too. So you can still, <laughs> you, you can still tell some of those are, <laughs> some of those places need new carpet bad. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, somebody spills a drink or you kind of scuff your foot up and it all just kind of comes back out. It's just 960,000 square feet of scratch and sniff surface. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just terrible. <laughs> That's right. Spill a drink and it's like, ah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's funny. see. Do we have, do we have anything else about this song? What, do you think that it's a, um, ah, oh, man, I don't know. I think it's a, Man, I don't even know where I was going with that. I think as far as like covers go, I think it's, you know, there's there's standard sort of, like you're saying, just kind of fooling around, having fun in Vegas or whatever sort of uh, sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, truth be told, you know, I mean, this is this is really this Pearl Jam cover of My Way is really a novelty because nobody in the band is playing anything it's it's literally a karaoke track uh in the back for terry presley to start it's just more that it's a novelty of the the goofiness of hey we're pearl jam we just released our second album we're the biggest thing in the world and we got a you know 
to put it in perspective, you know, there this was at like 1030 at night. So all the good Elvis import impersonators were in the middle of their shows in Vegas. So they got the one guy that was available at 10 o'clock, 1030 at night. So I think it was just them flexing their uh, young uh, popularity, getting a guy in town from across town and um, just having some fun. But it's yeah, it's it's a novelty. It's not it's not going to. For me, it's not going to rank up there as like their best cover ever, you know, by any stretch of the imagination. But it was a, it was fun to be there, fun to see it, and and it's it's fun to listen to it because it uh, it always takes me back to being in that room, which was a great great show. Yeah, under rare examples of uh, of their humor. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which uh, probably all the people that are crowd surfing and everything like that are just like, Oh no, man, these guys are serious. They're hardcore. They're, you know, they're all about the music and I don't know what the heck this is. This isn't, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's something deeper about it. It was like, eh, I'm just having fun. And everybody kind of takes them a little bit too seriously, but they're like, eh, we're just effing around right now. We're just effing around having fun. We got, we, we got paid and we're, we're having fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, is there anything else about this song? Are we, we wrapped up about it. It's, you know, a fan club song. There's not really too much <laughs> to say yeah, about it. I no, guess it's, it's it's it's. Uh, I don't know if there's more to state than is really there. I'm surprised we got this much blood out of the turnip. Oh really. yeah. It's, I mean, it, it, it's. Uh, you know, we. Uh, I'm looking at my notes that have about four things written. And those were covered <laughs> already. So I mean, it's. Uh, yeah, it's. They. This is this is this is proof. They just they did it. They did it their way. Yes. Oh, I. I. Uh, I guess we have to mention that. Uh, Trump danced to the song as at his inauguration, or at least a Sinatra sort of version or whatever. Do we have to mention that? No, I'm just kidding. I, I, uh, I didn't, I didn't realize that, uh, but it doesn't, uh, it doesn't surprise you. It doesn't shock me. You know, the one thing I will take, actually, uh, this is a really, this is uh, maybe a bizarre and fun way to end this note. So if you, when I looked, I looked up the song on Wikipedia just because I thought, well, mm-hmm. I'll see what they say. And did you know that there's a social phenomenon called the My Way Killings? And this happens in the Philippines. This is a true story that uh, apparently people go out and sing the song in the Philippines in karaoke, and they sing it very aggressively, and then they get murdered. True story. My Way Killings. It's a whole page on. Uh, oh. It's a whole page on Wikipedia. <laughs> It says, uh, it says, uh, let's see, it was popularized by Frank. A New York Times article estimates the number of killings to be up uh, about to six or seven killings in 2010. Between 2002 and 2012, 12 people were killed for singing this song. So there you go. Yeah. If, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just, so that's, you know. That you know, there's there's a bit of advice. If you want to live, don't sing the song at karaoke. It sounds like it's not safe around the world. Yeah, just uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw I saw that too. Uh, I didn't I didn't click on it to like to uh, to read it, but I saw it. And I was like, whoa, what the? Yeah, no, I I slowed down for that car accident. I clicked. I looked over. I'm like. Wow, there's a whole bunch of stuff about this, yeah. <laughs> and there's a whole subcategory about karaoke rage. I didn't click there yet, but oh wow! It's, but it's early in the day, and I might go down that wormhole later. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> may, may, oh, maybe it has to do with the um, and I don't know what Sex Pistols movie that was or whatever that had where uh, Sid Vicious is singing that song, and then like at the end he like starts shooting people or whatever. 
Well, it was in Sid and Nancy, wasn't it? Well, yeah, well, that- Sid and Nancy portrayed that, but it was like a real a, a real thing oh. that Sid Vicious did. Oh, that's right. It was a- in I don't know if it was like a that's Sex right. Pistols movie or if it was like some, something else, but it was like some weird concert thing or something. I don't know. But that's that's why he did it in the movie, though, is because he kind of did that in real life or whatever. That's right. Not really shoot people, but like kind of like did a okay. video of that where he right. did that. Well, he did really shoot people, but it was just right, right. You know. Well, uh, I think we 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 we've got it all as much as uh, anybody else can, and uh, we'll we'll wrap. This. I think it's fair to say that the Better Band podcast has covered my way better than any other podcast has done so. There you there you go. What other what other podcast? Well, I think uh, Single Podcast Theory did a thing about uh, the Christmas singles, but. I don't know if they, they said right. too much. Yeah, they, they did, but I don't think they they went as in-depth as this. But then again, that's what no. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to go in-depth, and they can always go back later. And who knows what else anybody else is going to talk about if they're going to go in-depth. Right. Yeah, I just wait for the porch to do their episodes on stuff, and then I rip them off. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. And, and, now there, and now there's it's like there's this whole other, all, the, all these other, quarantine has had all these other little seedlings of other Pearl Jam podcasts sprouting up left and right. We'll see, uh, we'll see, who, we'll see who survives the long haul, but we know who the big three are. Yeah, well, I don't know. Let's, let's, let's have four. everybody. Yeah, let's have... Well, uh... Everybody stick around. That way, I can get more guests. Hopefully, that's right. There you go. Yeah, no, I yeah, I, I don't want anyone to. I, I just it gives me something to. It's it gives me something to keep listening to and uh, and and keep churning forward because it's um. I'd rather listen to people talk about Pearl Jam than listen to just about almost anything that's on the TV on any given day. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so it's all good. Success to everybody. Yeah. So let's uh let's wrap this up. Is there something you think people should be doing to try to uh spread kindness and promote humanity? Boy, you know, I don't know how to I don't know how to put it into words because it seems so simple, but uh boy, just really just try to listen to other people. I think so often people th- think that they're listening, but they listen with a perhaps a preconceived idea in their head of what they want to hear, but don't go into listening to something, but that just listen to people because we all need to, everyone's got different opinions and that's okay. And everyone's got different viewpoints and that's okay. No, the world shouldn't be seen. I don't want everyone to see the world through my eyes because I, you know, I want to see it through theirs. And I think that there's just not enough truly listening. I think there's people hearing what people say and then judging them for it. Just, just don't, ju- don't judge, just listen and, and add that to your perspective and make your own narrative and instead of uh listening you know instead of following listen and make your own listen and make your own narrative i don't know that is, does that make sense yeah shut up but uh this is what i gotta say that uh oh no right. just... <laughs> well, I, 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 that's what I'm, are you done talking because it's my turn to talk now that's i'm just thinking about what i'm gonna right. say now 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 I, yes that's yes so no just uh just 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 uh and and if, and if that's hard to do, and it is for some people, then you know what? Make an effort just to smile at a stranger. Just smile at a stranger once a day. Mm-hmm. Grocery store, checkout clerk, just smile. Just smile at a stranger. It's not hard to do. Hmm. And and guess what? No matter what kind of mask you might be wearing, you can tell if someone's smiling or not. So just make it big. Let the dimples crack out the side of the mask and let someone know you're smiling at them. 
good sentiment. I think that um, um, you need to sometimes remember to listen and try to get in as many sort of points of reference as you can to the way the world exists and everything. And, you know, like you said, sometimes there are people who just don't listen. And I mean, no matter what you say to them, they're not going to listen, but that's on them. And I mean, the only thing that you can try to do is try to, to listen as much as you can and have that inform your viewpoint of the world and everything and the people around you to, you know, um, encourage them to listen as well. And then, you know, you're going to, you're going to change the flow of the, uh, of the water that way. And the people who aren't listening are either going to get pulled under in the undertow or they're going to have to kind of shift course as well. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, Bob. Always good to talk to you. We'll of course have you back because, uh, you did me a favor. So I got (laughs) to scratch your back now and get you a good song. And (laughs) it's, it's all good. Always happy to, uh, be on here and, and, shoot the uh shoot the shit and and um you know it's 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 always good so uh you know thank you thank you very much it's uh it was fun to do a oh, oh yeah like, can I that in there uh <laughs> Hell but yeah. uh thanks for having me it's always fun to talk about this stuff and we'll we'll just keep the uh keep the music playing let let the records play that's another oh god that's like 2027 we'll talk about that right <laughs> but uh yeah, possibly but just 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 let the just let the music play, listen to some music, listen to some people, listen to your soul, and just uh, try to take it easy and go forward. The Better Band Podcast is produced by listenupreno.com and Brandon Palomo and published using a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. Please visit creativecommons.org or email listenupreno at gmail.com for more details. All music played is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. You can subscribe to the Better Band Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from betterbandpod.com using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at betterbandpod. I'm on Twitter at Brandon P. B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P. If you like the job I'm doing here, you can go to ko-fi.com slash Brandon P and leave me a $3 tip. Or you can give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to tell your friends. If you would like to be a guest on a future episode, send an email to betterbandpod at gmail.com or send any insights and stories you'd like to share and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Again, I'd like to thank my guest Bob and as always, this is Brandon saying... My spidey sense is tingling. Anybody call for a web slinger?